I don't know about Snow White. I don't know how you get away with having like um, living with seven men. Yes. I mean that could be fun. That could be a fun dating dating movie. You know, like like you have to figure out which one it's your not have them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like sounds like a weird porno or something you know like, as, like like i said as i kind of stopped as i was going as you were on, talking yeah. it out it got weirder yeah as, as... welcome to the rom-com rewind podcast hi i'm sarah and i'm devin and like you i love rewatching movies over and over again you made it here you found us somehow you like romantic comedies we do as well so this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? We have had so many requests over the years for this one. It's a, a Cinderella, Cinderella story. story. One of my personal faves. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, you know, leave a review, follow us, subscribe. If you hear something that you want to reach out about, that you have comments about, at Romcom Rewind on TikTok, Instagram. You can fire us an email, romcomrewind at gmail.com. You can also leave a voicemail. We have a voicemail thing. It's 1 705 525 8573. Maybe you will end up on our podcast via, via the magic of voicemail. We also have a review that I want to bring up because uh, this one's hilarious. They gave us four out of five stars, Sarah. Okay. They say, I like this podcast. Thank Two you. points that could be changed. Oh, uh, they don't like it when we do that sound effect when we swear. Okay. We just like to be able to say that we're a clean podcast. Mm, yes, yes. This person also says, uh, also, please say Putin correctly. They give us pronouncers. They say, <laughs> uh, Putin, not Putan. But I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm also confused. Is that the way I say it? Putin? Putin. I mean, that's the that's way we Putan. say it in... It's put Putin. The, like, the way they pronounce the one way is like P-O-U... Dash T E E. Yeah, like in Ontario, in Northern Ontario, we speak a lot of French, and that's how most people say it. So, in other parts of the world, they might say it differently. Which well, is totally. In other fine. parts of the world, what do you mean? Like, for our international I listeners, I don't know. Poutine is a uh, it's a Canadian delicacy. It is delicious. <laughs> you can find it at every food truck. It's a specific yeah, type of cheese, cheese curds, cheese curds with fries and gravy. It's the best. It's a one-way ticket to a heart attack, but we love it. It's yes. It's freaking delicious. And it is the best hangover food. However, because of the French-English thing, there is yeah. a little bit of uh, controversy over the correct pronunciation. pronunciation? Oh. Yes. It's I guess in. so. It's Putin. Also, like, shout out to this person who gave us four out of five stars. Like, I don't even care. Thank you for listening. No, thank you for the review, too. If you listening right now left a review, if everybody listening right now left a review, we'd be like the number one podcast on Apple, <laughs> man. Like, we don't care if you don't necessarily like everything we do. That's okay. Hopefully you like this podcast, though. A Cinderella Story is a 2014 romantic comedy. It's the story of Samantha Montgomery played by Hilary Duff. Sam is a high school senior um, at her high school in L.A. Eight years prior, though, her father, Hal Montgomery, unfortunately passed away. This left Sam in the care of her stepmother, Fiona, played by Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Fiona changed Hal's diner irreplicably. That's the place that he owns. She forces Sam to wait on her hand and foot, and she consistently favors her own daughters, Brianna and Gabriella, over Sam, forcing Sam sometimes to work long hours at the diner and ultimately trying to like harpoon her future. Yeah. However, everything changes as Sam has been secretly messaging with a pen <laughs> pal at her high school. I feel like a pen pal um, would mean that they were writing to each other, but they were like, right. I, I am in each it, other. Yes. It was like a Princeton message board that they started DMing each other. Yeah. Anyway, she has no idea who this man is, but they've grown to have a mutual admiration for each other. She has no idea. It's actually All-American high school quarterback and heartthrob Austin Ames, played by Chad Michael Murray. Swoon. That's our lead-in for A Cinderella Story. What are your overall thoughts? Once upon a time, in a land called Los Angeles, there was a girl named Sam. Order's up! Who lived with her wicked stepmother. There's something I've always wanted to tell you. You're not very pretty, and you're not very bright. Oh, I love this movie. I love Hilary Duff. I swoon over Chad Michael Murray. He was totally my 2000s crush. 
I loved him. One Tree Hill was just <laughs> a gem beyond gems. It is so hard to stream that freaking TV show unless you buy it. I actually was talking to a friend of mine today and we were saying how hard it was to find One Tree Hill. And she says, oh, I just bought the whole thing. I'll put it on a, a USB she for you. the DVDs? <laughs> yeah, like, she wow. bought all of them. Um, it's just such a good, good movie. It's like one of those nostalgic feel-good movies when I watch it, I just love every every moment, every aspect of this movie. And I love that they still kind of stayed true to the the old original Cinderella in a way with the colors. If you if you notice, this is a quick fact, but like I'll dive deeper into it. But like certain characters wear certain colors very similarly to how they did in the original animated Cinderella. I feel like this film hit right in the middle of a vibe that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The OC. Oh, 100%. One Tree Hill, mm-hmm. throw in a Cinderella story and Mean Girls. And that was like, it wasn't a long time. It was a vibe for like five years. Yep. But all of these things <laughs> were a vibe. Agreed. I mean, the low-rise pants on Hillary Duff throughout this movie, I was like, oh my God, I hope these don't come back. Please don't come back. Please don't come back. <laughs> but like, I remember wearing everything that she wore. Like throughout this movie, I was like, oh my God, I, I had a similar cardigan to that. Oh my God, I used to wear it like that. Like the hair, the makeup, the outfits, everything was such a vibe. You're so right. Um, This film, I think, as somebody who's not as obsessed with everybody else, like <laughs> people are all over us about this, this, this movie. Yeah, people love it. It's a cult classic. It is. It is beloved. I think it is, it's kind of the definition of something being better than the sum of its parts if that makes sense. Because when I look back in podcast form at this movie, I'm like, oh, okay, well, Jennifer Coolidge was kind of cheesy. The plot line <laughs> is very predictable. Although yes. I understand it's a Cinderella plot line, but like still Chad Michael Murray doesn't do much. He just stares melodramatically mm-hmm. at people. But, and, and Hilary Duff is fantastic. I will accept no, no critique <laughs> on Hilary Duff in this film. Don't shit on her. But like individually, I'm like, okay, there are some holes to poke. When you put it all together... It is kind of fantastic, isn't it? It is. I will, however, blame this movie for one thing. Okay. It was so good at taking a lot of like little weird things like this and smashing it together and making it brilliant that I think a lot of people were like, okay, listen, Emily in Paris, everybody, remember when oh the C- a Cinderella God. story worked out? Yeah. Maybe we can make this shitty show work out. We can take all of this weird stuff and put it together and it's going to work. No, no, no. A Cinderella story was fantastic and it's it's kind of inexplicable. Okay, so it starts off with Hilary Duff uh, playing Sam as a little girl and her dad is single. Um, they're the best friends. Um, they do everything together. They play sports. Um, you know, a real daddy's girl. They have a great relationship. He meets this woman in his diner and Basically, she falls head over heels for him, and they remarry, and um, she is the wicked stepmother with her two girls. So after they remarry, they, you know, they're living their life. She kind of tries to keep Sam out of, you know, out of family photos and things like that, and there's an earthquake, and Hal passes away trying to go and save Fiona, while trying to go and save Fiona. Um, and it, then it fast forwards eight years. So eight years later, Fiona is a pampered, terrible bitch of a person. Um, and her stepsisters, Sam's stepsisters, are just as terrible. Um, they think they can synchronize swim in their pool. Fiona makes Sam work at the diner instead of going to school, you know, pull all-nighters in order to get her homework done because she's so busy at the diner. The diner's been renamed to Fiona's. She's basically just taken over... Um, and made everything her own because there was no will from Hal that he left. And so everything went um, to Fiona. I love, though, how in high school rom-coms, so we're at school now, there's always that person doing the morning announcements. Oh, we see it in every... <laughs> we, we've talked about this. Yes, you live I know. in a 90s or 2000s... Rom-com. Teen high school rom-com yes. if... If your story is being told by either Usher is the frickin' DJ, <laughs> there's video morning announcements, oh, or yeah. whoever this whoever this lady is. Yeah, whoever yeah. the girl is who is chosen to basically be the morning announcement person and the DJ. They're both DJs. Is that an ode to She's All That? Why do these schools give them free reign, too? I, She'll just be talking and be like, oh, by the way, Austin Ames told me to let all of you know, like... <laughs> 
who is letting it what is this <laughs> there should be a uh, somebody editing this yes spell checking this. like freaking ron burgundy she just reads whatever's on the teleprompter <laughs> that shouldn't be a high school thing no <laughs> that's dangerous <laughs> that's dangerous and at school she's known as diner girl by the typical cool kids so yeah, she's she yeah. is kind of nerdy and and you know flies under the radar she's not one of the cool kids um, Classic teen high school yes. rom-com trope. But anyway. Obviously. We don't get a makeover in this movie, though. There's no makeover montage. However, there is a great montage. And I will talk about that shortly. So does that say something about, like, is this not um, a little bit forward thinking in terms of... Yes. Hilly well, Duff is gorgeous. Or you just don't need to make the female protagonist somebody who she's not. Yeah. Maybe Chad Michael Murray needed a makeover. No, he definitely did <laughs> not need a makeover. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but at school, we find out that Sam has a secret admirer, her two, who, a secret admirer who texts her via her flip phone and T9. Um, the most cheese in this scene. This is the cheesiest moment in this movie for me when they're when they're just like talking through and like he's basically writing her like all these magical words via T9. And then they're in the computer lab talking online and literally she should be able to deduce who it would be by looking around and seeing the male versus female people in the computer lab and realizing that they're on a computer at school like a school computer online could be more than one computer lab sarah perhaps there is since there's like over three thousand people in the school also shout out to the fact that we definitely grew up in the 90s do they still have computer labs or does everybody just bring their i think like everyone has a computer in school now like right with them we did not have that <laughs> see yeah back in the day there was a room <laughs> yeah. for the computers yeah. where we learned to type yeah <laughs> We learned, like, there was classes on how to use a keyboard. Oh, I anyway. never do- I got that. I did computer oh. programming, though, so I was in the computer lab a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. We just, anyway, yeah, I'm dating myself. He tells her, Sam, I want to meet you at the homecoming, Halloween homecoming dance at 11 p.m. in the middle of the dance floor. He doesn't say Sam, though, because he doesn't no. know who she is. She doesn't Sorry. know who he is. But yeah, yeah, mystery person who I'm falling in love with. Let's meet at the dance. Right. And the clock sharp. Basically, she says to Fiona, like, I need to go to the school dance. Um, and her stepmother says, no, you can't, you have to be, you have to go to the diner, you have to work because you know that you need to work at the diner and do what I say in order to get money to go to Princeton. Sam wants to go to Princeton, which is why she's in a Princeton chat room talking to said Austin Ames. And that's, yeah, that's where they met. So question for you, Sarah, the two thousands were a very strange time for the internet, especially if you look back. What is one thing that you would kill forever and kill. one thing that you would bring back from that era of the internet? It's funny because like... <laughs> and chat rooms were thriving. Too. Yeah, chat rooms. Yeah, no, not chat rooms. Chat rooms, no. But I loved MSN. I'm really sad MSN messengers. Like like the way it was... Like I know there's message, you know, there's Teams and, and whatever, but and Skype and... But I loved MSN. I would, yeah, kill chat rooms, I guess. I don't know. There's an appropriate answer to this. Okay. You kill the two girls, one cup video. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. Like, if we could erase that from all of our collective consciousness. And I'd say the centipede. What's that? The centipede. The human centipede thing? I think that was a movie, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, but. Not necessarily the internet, but I feel you. Ah. If we could kill that, that would be great. Yeah. I would love to bring back E Bomb's World. I don't know if it. Is it still. My God. Yes, please. It was fantastic. I would kill Salad Fingers. Oh, salad fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So gross. That was weird. Ooh, that was weird. Kill solid fingers. Keep MSN. There was also the Charlie Unicorn thing. If oh. you are unaware of a lot of these things we're talking about, <laughs> mark my words, don't look up the two girls, one cup. No. Like salad fingers is weird. Yeah, sure. Salad fingers is weird. The Charlie the Unicorn thing. That's all strange. Yeah. But like two girls, one cup. No, do don't not. do it. So d- Sam talks to her coworker, Rhonda. Rhonda. And Rhonda's like, yo, you gotta absolutely go to this dance. She convinces Sam to go to the dance. Yes. She has no outfit, though. Yeah, she has no costume. And so this is where the pick your costume montage comes in, where Rhonda brings Sam to a costume shop with Sam's best friend, Carter. And they go through a whole bunch of costumes. I loved this. This is like, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of montages. We all know this. This was fun. Is the dress up montage the pinnacle of your favorite montages? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. It, it, yeah. It's yeah. Easy. Yeah. And before the Halloween dance, 
uh, we see Austin and his friends go to the diner. And Austin breaks up with his long-term girlfriend, Shelby, who is the mean girl of the movie. I want to break up. <gasps> what? Ouch. Oh, <laughs> Are you in love with somebody else? I think so. So at the dance, Sam walks in and it's the moment walking down the stairs. It is just iconic. That dress, the lighting, everything, the song playing. Goes to show, you never know. Sam, what are they all staring at? Just another day. Was fantastic. It's it is kind of maximum cheese. You know, everybody looks at her Austin Ames. Is that bad? there's even like a spotlight that jumps on her for no reason. Like who's controlling the lights at this dance? Who doesn't want a spotlight on them walking down the stairs in the dress? I mean, it's a wedding gown, remember? It It is Rhonda's going to be wedding dress. So Carter, Sam's friend, is dressed up as Zorro. Yes. And earlier in the movie, he's also dressed up as Snoop Dogg, (laughs) which I think are two like top tier... Halloween costumes, but specifically in the 90s and 2000s. I agree with the Zorro. The Snoop Dogg, I mean, is that top tier? Zorro was definitely top Zorro, tier. Zorro, 100%. I mean, everybody wanted to be Antonio Banderas. Yes, and everybody loved the Zorro movies. Yeah. So let's do a snake draft. Okay. We go back and forth. Okay. We draft what we think are the top, most popular, Ooh. or just generally iconic Halloween costumes. Okay. Okay. Specifically in the 90s and 2000s. All right. That's your time frame. I like it. So, this is going to be fun. And then at the end, we can decide who has the better 90s, 2000s Halloween costume team. Okay. I I, I have good ones. All right. All right. Yeah, let's you, go. You can start us off. Okay. My first pick are the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers. Yes. Yes. That's good. Absolutely. I mean, who didn't want to be a Power Ranger when they were growing up? I was never allowed to watch Power Rangers because it was too violent. What? But I always wanted to be a Power Are Ranger. Are you kidding? <laughs> you were never allowed to watch? No. Violent? Yeah. Uh, Power Rangers. Is and, this a joke? I'm not kidding. And Simpsons. There was nothing violent about it. I tell my mother that. The only fighting that happened was with like giant robotic things. They were scary, I guess. Oh I don't know. But I always wanted to be a Power Ranger. So, yeah. I would pick for my first, oh man, I think I gotta go. I gotta go the classic. Okay. Ghostface. Ghostface. Scream. The, the oh scream movies. My the, God. the scream mask, That's essentially. That's such a cop out, though. Like, That's you just. cop out. It is. You just put a mask on your face and you call it a costume. It's iconic. It's still popular today, but it was really popular. Yeah, because back then. it's like, what do I have that I like? Oh, I don't want, I don't like dressing up. People who wear scream masks are, I don't like dressing up or I have nothing to wear. And they'll put that on it. Makes it iconic. Mm. Or at, at the very least, most popular. My next pick is Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yo, that's good. Yes. Any of the characters. The like Vote, vote for, for Pedro, Pedro you or yeah. Deb. I mean, come on. <laughs> Deb with her little her, her little fanny pack and her, oh yeah, yeah. Iconic for what sure. What was the Uncle, Uncle Rico? Yeah. Was that his name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even dressing up as a llama, like, you know, Tina. <laughs> Tina, you fat lard. Okay, you take all of Napoleon Dynamite. I will take all of Harry Potter. Oh, that includes God, that's a Ron good one. Weasley and Hermione Granger. I'm so, no, wait, and hold all on. of them. What did you say? I said Harry Potter. All of them. Name the characters again. Ron Weasley. Yeah. Hermione Granger. Why, why do you say it like I don't that? No, I know it's wrong. <laughs> did you I... read it like that as well? <laughs> like when you were reading it in your head, did you say Hermione? Hermione. Isn't there a character? In one of the films that says like Armoyne Granger. Yeah, is it Hagrid? Hagrid? Yeah, and now I can't not say it like that. You know, I know it's wrong, and I still say it. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so my third pick is Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Oh, Angelina Jolie, Lara, yes. Lara Croft. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Oh, every like so many girls I knew were Lara Croft for well, Halloween. Lara Cl- Croft is the classic like I want to dress kind of slutty. But, like, I still want it to be a costume. I still want to wear clothes. Also, like, boys <laughs> like video games. It had all the elements of, like, slutty Halloween costume. Oh You're like, God. oh, just Lara Croft. <laughs> awesome. I am going to, I can't believe he's fallen this far. All right. Heath Ledger's The Joker. Oh, that's a good one. You know what, though? Batman. Batman. 
like would have been just as good. D- disagree. Why? The, the, the Joker? No. I know. You're right. Come you know on. what? Those are my favorite Batman. And we've talked about this before on the pop. That That is my Batman. And it does just squeak in, by the way. The Dark Knight, I think, was 08. There was even an Office episode. How like Creed, Dwight Schrute, and somebody else. I think like Kevin. All three of them dressed up as. Really? Heath Ledger's I can't remember Joker. that. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch. Okay. So my fourth pick. Jersey Shore. Oh, yo, that's good, yeah. Sarah. Yeah, Jim Tan Laundry. Oh, is that my... what it is? Jim Tan Laundry. Yeah, GTL. Yeah, Jim G- Tanning Jim... Laundry. Yeah, yeah. Um, who? K. Yeah. So you you pick all of it, which I appreciate. Yes. Who was the most common one? Snooky. Oh, see, I was thinking Come for guys. On. I think oh, DJ okay. Polly D, right? Oh yeah, Polly D. Get that get that hair concrete to do up your hair. Because like guys. <laughs> Unless you actually have the abs, you can't do the situation. Totally. He did have washboard abs, which like it made him not more attractive whatsoever because you saw him, he opened his mouth, no thank you. <laughs> you know? It's just like a quick no thank you. It's just like yeah. oh, no thank you. DJ Polly D, we're we're gonna do a deep dive real quick on Jersey Shore, but like <laughs> he was actually a nice guy, so was Vinny. Yeah. Ron sucked and the situation oh God, was just Ron, an ass. Like Ron, he was the wow. worst. So what I've I've gotta take my fourth pick. Mm-hmm. Oh man, some good ones on the board. Yeah. I'm gonna steal one I think you like though. All right. I can't believe you let her go this far. What? I, we were at a Christmas, or a Halloween, <laughs> Christmas. Nobody like, is dressing Christmas. up as Britney Spears. Hit me, baby. Oh, one more time. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that's like people still do that. People to this still day. do it, and you know what? It's just like you see it and you know exactly where it's from. That one is really that's a good pick. Though. It's also easy to do. I feel like you have eighty five percent of that in your wardrobe. Oh yeah, like you just need your hair and pigtails. You have a white dress shirt. Yeah, boom, and a skirt. I think you like and like, um, some knee highs. If you go to a uniform school, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. You already got it you're that's a really sneaky good pick my fifth and final one mine are a lot of group ones just because like i remember like friend groups doing all of these okay and doing them so well that i was like jealous scooby-doo oh yo scooby-doo yeah. is good like i knew somebody who was the van <laughs> the, the mystery what is it the mystery van uh, the, that's what it's called no no what's it called the mystery bus the mystery Daphne, machine. Oh, the mystery machine. Kate, Daphne, and Scooby Doo, and all the all the characters, and then somebody must have must have drawn the short straw. Although I would like to be the mystery machine. I was going to say the bus is hilarious. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Did they just have like a co- cardboard cut yes. out of a bus? And yeah, they... and they had it like strapped onto them, and then they had painted it. It looked they such a good costume. And when did the remake happen with like Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar? I it was it was early two thousands. Early two thousands. Think. think so Let that me, totally you know fits. No, yeah. no, I think you're right. Yeah. Wow, that is a good one. Okay, mm, yeah. so so can I, can I tell you my options? All right. I know what I'm going to do, actually. Okay. I had Edward Cullen, Captain oh, Jack Sparrow, yeah. Neo from The Matrix. Neo from The But I oh. think all of them pale in, cons- in comparison to the Spice Girls. All of the Spice Girls. Yeah. You know what, though? Okay, give me Baby, I've, give me Ginger, give me Scary, I've, give me Posh. I've seen a modern take on it. Actually, I think it's just a lazy take on it. Girls dress up as actual spices. Oh, that's so, funny, like, too. So, like, Ginger and, like, Pepper and, like, and it's really funny. I'm like, going to take that as well. Yes. That, that also qualifies oh, for Oh, it doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> it does not. So, let's just, just to recap, what are your five? Okay, Power Rangers, Napoleon Dynamite, Lara Croft. Jersey Shore and Scooby Doo. Oh, I think I got you beat. Uh, I don't think you do. Like I, got... I really don't think you do. These are iconically amazing. Scream. Yeah. Harry Potter. All of it. Yes. The Joker. No, no. Britney Spears mm. and the Spice Girls. Scream brings you, think you down. That brings me no. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I I agree to disagree that I think mine are better. Reach out on our socials which one you think is the superior Halloween nineties uh, two thousands team. But anyway, so we're at the dance. <laughs> Back to this. A few things happen. Yeah. Um, Carter ends up hitting on Austin Ames' previous girlfriends. Yeah, they Shelby. They just, just broke up, Shelby. But Austin Ames and Sam, they do indeed meet in the middle of the dance floor. At 11 at, p.m.? At 11 o'clock. Yes. yes. And she recognizes him right away as Austin, but he doesn't recognize her as Sam, just as a girl that he's been talking to, and they go for a walk outside and play 10 questions. Personally, I think this was a waste of Austin's 10 questions. He, <laughs> like, did not take advantage to try to find out who she was. Come on, guy. 
Like, she kind of drops some hints and nothing, nothing. The poor guy is just so dull. Right. But he's so hot. We anyway. have uh, we have Judge Sarah here who thinks oh that you God. could have asked far more pertinent questions, Agreed. Your Honor. Yes. You could have deduced who she was in a matter of questions, especially having 10 of them. You could have figured it out. They go to the same school. And it's funny because he even saw her hours before at the diner. I and he know. says, like, those eyes. I, know. I should know those eyes. Like, yeah, dude, you just saw her. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so then they get to this nice pergola and it's it's beautifully decorated, all lit up. And, of course, there's a band there because, I mean, what rom-com wouldn't already have a band there or a quartet? And it's all decorated. And so they dance. They have a wonderful dance. And all of a sudden, her phone goes off. It's 1145. And she has to leave because... Fiona is coming to pick up the stepsisters at the high school dance before midnight, and she needs to get to the diner because Fiona, I guess, is going back to the diner. So she grabs Carter, who is making out with Shelby, and they leave. Upon leaving, though, she drops... Not, her crystal slipper. Definitely not. Her <laughs> cell phone. Her cell phone, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's 2004, we got to modernize it. Yeah. I mean, modernized to the point of like a 2004 modern phone, Can, flip uh, phone. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. the funny the funny thing that I just realized is that there was nobody who's like, oh my God, is the phone broken? Because back then, phones were indestructible. Oh my God, yeah. Like, my flip phone Somebody called me saying, oh, I found your flip phone on the road. I ran over it <laughs> and I have it. It's still in good condition. Yes. An ex of mine <laughs> dropped her phone in the winter. They found it in the spring yes. after the snow had thawed. And it still worked. They put it in rice and it started working again. <laughs> I don't know what How we did. How is that possible? Why did we change from that? Apple? Yeah. Android? Mostly we're Android, blaming Apple But here. like, why, why did we diverge from the greatness of, I mean, T9, come on, I like the keyboard and everything. Jennifer Coolidge says an iconic quote here. I think, can we do our best Jennifer Coolidge oh, impressions God, real we've quick? We've tried this and I'm horrible at it. I've got five right. iconic Jennifer Coolidge lines. <laughs> okay. Number one is from this movie. All right. Her daughters yeah. tell her, hey, Sam was at the dance. We got to go to the diner. Yeah, yeah. We and see her. Jennifer Coolidge... Fiona is like, oh, okay, whatever. And they're like, why aren't you, like, you don't look upset. And she says, it's the Botox. I can't show emotion for another hour and a half. <laughs> Close? No. No? No. Okay. No, but keep going. I'm really happy you're not making me do this because it. I really can't. I can't channel Jennifer Quillage. Okay. And I give props to anyone who got, does. And I give props to you for trying. Okay, let's make you do one. I, I just uh, sent you the one I was going to read next. This is really not going to be a good thing for me. I'm going to be made fun of. Do not make this on <laughs> TikTok. Do you hear me? I got some scotch aged 18 years the way I like it. Oh, you got to do more like um, like smoky cigar lounge. Like, I got, I got some, some scotch. scotch. Aged 18 years the way I like it. No, I sound like not, I've been hacking darts. Lady I know. I was like, I've been hacking darts for 18 years. Do you know what that's from? No. What is it from? It's from American Pie. Oh, my God. Because she likes scotch that's aged 18 yeah. years. And I think at the moment she's trying to have sex with. Oh, an 18-year-old. <laughs> oh, no. That's Stifler's mom. Oh, my God. That Stifler's is the mom. legend yeah, I know. of Jennifer Coolidge right there. I got one more. All right. The bend and snap. Oh, no. no that's not no, Marge I Simpson, can't. actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just stop you right there. I, it's no, hard because I really I really can't judge you because of what I just did. No, yeah, that even, one was bad. I never want to hear myself do that. So they do arrive. Yeah. The stepsisters, Fiona, everybody arrives at the diner. Yep. All of the diner staff know that Sam is supposed to be here, so Rhonda's covering for her. They're all trying to stop Fiona from getting into the back. Yeah. And then at some point, we don't see it happen, but Carter, who is driving like a grandparent, does oh get uh, Sam to the diner. She sneaks in the back and just jumps in the kitchen, puts an apron on with her Cinderella dress underneath that nobody can see, um, and she ends up fooling Fiona. Yeah, no, I've been I've been here all night. I wasn't at a dance. And like she throws some flour on her face to make it actually look like she's been there the whole night. And I mean, of course, let's be honest, the stepsisters again are not super bright. <laughs> so you know, Fiona doesn't really believe them. So the next day at school, the announcer, I don't even know what her name is, but that's the the PA announcer. The, um, it's not Usher, but she's your DJ yes, announcer. Yes, the 
she's not Usher we, announcer. We, c- we couldn't dish for Usher, so yeah. here's a girl with dyed hair. Well, at this point, Usher's too big. Um, but he did. She's all that. When was that? Oh, a couple years previous. Late 1990s, yeah. 1998, 1999. And so she says, like, who was the princess? And Sam walks into school thinking, oh, my God, everybody's forgotten about me. Like, it was just a one night thing. There are posters. Everybody, hundreds. Austin Ames is looking for the Cinderella. Yes, hundreds of posters. He's putting up signs up everywhere. He says, you know, the phone that I have that I picked up from, you know, my Cinderella is locked. But there's text saying, I need you. Come see me now. But then there's one that says, come fix the fryer. Again, how would you not deduce that it's Diner Girl? Right, Diner Girl. You just saw her the night before. Yeah. Come on, Austin. Yeah. And then even at like during the day, he walks right by her and doesn't even realize that it's her. And then kind of Carter wants to tell Shelby because they made out at the dance that it was, you know, Carter. Again, I don't know how she wouldn't have figured it out that it was Carter. So Carter says, okay, if I tell Shelby, then you have to tell Austin. And so he gets rejected by Shelby. And so then obviously Sam doesn't want to tell Austin now. Shelby was the worst. She was so mean to him. Yeah. So at home, Fiona's going through the mail and she finds Sam's letter to Princeton. She opens it and finds out that she was accepted. So she doesn't want her to go because she wants her to work at the diner for the rest of her life. So she hides it. And later on, she does make a letter. She completely forges one and tells Sam that she didn't get into Princeton. So Sam is chatting online with Austin and her sister comes in and says like, oh, you're doing a report for me. Where is it? And at the same time, Fiona calls Sam downstairs. So Sam leaves, but her computer's still on. Her chat with Austin Ames still open. Well, guess who starts to read it? The evil stepsisters. And then they get this crazy idea to... Well, the first crazy idea is that they go to the car wash that um, Austin's dad owns. And they try to convince him that they are Cinderella. Each of them individually (laughs) came to the same conclusion. uh, They tried to execute on it at the same time, which just made him realize like, okay, you're both idiots. Neither of you are Cinderella. But they started rhyming off things like, don't you ever just feel like you don't belong? (laughs) Like stuff from the chat. Yes. Which... Once again, wouldn't Austin be like, how do you know those specific things? Right? Is there maybe somebody in your household who could be Cinderella? Come on, <laughs> oh, I know. Austin. It's just like not it's... connecting things. Like for him to also, he got into Princeton. So like, how can he not connect the dots as to figure it out? That You're is so Sam. close. It's yeah. right there. Yeah. Then we have another maximum cheesy moment where yes. the two twin sisters, um, stepsisters, they fight inside the car wash. Like on oh my top God. of cars. I kind of forgot that. And we had to have a frantic it, moment like that. Yes, we did. We had to have a frantic moment. And like, I, I, it was, it was funny <laughs> just because they come out with their hair waxed and everything like that. But then they decide to go to Shelby, Austin's ex. Right. And they tell her a very strangely skewed story of the events, how. Sam is a horrible person and she's always, she, she's trying to steal Austin out from under you. She is the Cinderella and we should make her feel really horrible. We should make it. her pay. Yeah, we should make her pay. And that's what ends up happening. There's a, there's kind of like a pep rally for the school football team. Homecoming pep rally, I think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Austin, All-American quarterback of a high school football team he's there and her dad his dad's there his dad's there because he's way too involved in austin's life you gotta you gotta play for usc (laughs) during this pep rally shelby and the two evil stepsisters they do like a retelling of cinderella from the point of view of this story revealing to the entire school it's funny that's revealed to the entire school, but like when you look at the shots, it looks like there's like 30 people there, I basically. I know, everyone's sitting on chairs, yeah. <laughs> um, they reveal to the school that diner girl Sam is actually Cinderella, and there's a lot of like status stuff, like she thought she could belong with the cool kids, but she's not one of us. She's just a servant girl. Yeah, a little servant, yeah, I know. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, like I didn't realize that it was this important in this school. Like it's high school, people. Yeah, it's high I th- school. <laughs> There is life after high school. And then so now Austin, it's been revealed to him who Cinderella is, but clearly Sam is just distraught. Mortified. Yeah, and he looks at her and then looks away. I know. So dejecting. God, Austin. So Sam runs home to her room crying, and then this is where Fiona shows her the letter from Princeton. Just, you know, just twist that knife. Um... And then asks her if she wants a cookie. But she said, oh, don't worry. You'll still have a, You'll still have your diner job for the rest of your life. 
Sam is reminiscing and looking at an old suitcase of stuff that her dad kept and she takes her favorite fairy tale book and she throws it across the room. So she's just feeling really, really lonely and and let down and, you know, rejected. And the next day at school, she's getting made fun of, which like, again, why? Like, who cares? She showed up as Cinderella, like maybe because she was pretending to be something that she wasn't, even though she wasn't. She wasn't. She, no, it's, I know it's Halloween, that. guys. You can I dress know up that. as whoever you want. Yeah, that's the cool thing about Halloween. Um, and Austin doesn't talk to her or acknowledge her. And but at home, he's you know wanting to write an email to her, but then he doesn't. He decides not to. So. At the diner, she's scrubbing the floors and Rana tells her, you know what, you got to have faith in yourself and you just, you have to do what you need to do and do what you want to do. And so the twins come in and they slam the door and this is, you know, where the the fairy godmother work comes into play. Because Rhonda in this is the fairy godmother, if I don't think we've mentioned that but yeah. yet. And the guitar that Fiona put on the wall falls off, showing her dad's old favorite saying, showing Sam's dad's favorite saying. She gets up the nerve, because Fiona walks in after, to say she quits. She quits her family. She quits her job. She doesn't want anything to do with Fiona. And she's moving in with Rhonda. And the entire staff of the diner also quick quit along with that. So Fiona is out uh, of an entire yeah. staff and now... In trouble. Yes. <laughs> in yeah, trouble. Things are not going well. And, and so Sam goes to school the next day... Um, before the homecoming game and she walks right into the locker room up to Austin Ames. You turned out to be exactly who I thought you were. I never pretended to be somebody else. It's been me all along. And it was me who was hurt in front of everybody. This is my best scene. Was that your best scene? This, okay, this, waiting for you is like waiting for water in this drought. Useless and disappointing. Best line and scene. Hillary Duff bringing the heat. Big time. Can I reveal something... I was never a Lizzie McGuire guy. I don't think I watched a single episode. But what? this was like peak Lizzie McGuire era. I loved Lizzie right? McGuire. Yes. And I get it. Like Hillary Duff in this, she delivered it extremely well, very believably. I don't love all of the writing, but I, you know, you felt it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, and for Sarah, there is a weeb warning coming up. Oh, what? Yes. No. Yes. And it always happens to me in this movie. Like, I can tell you the exact moment when my tears start to well in my eyelids. So Carter, mm-hmm. after this, you know, locker room scene, is like, hey, I'm going to go watch the game. He offers for Sam to watch it with him. And she, at first she's like, no. And then she's like, you know what? I'm bigger than this. I can absolutely watch this f- football game of which Austin will be starring in. Austin yeah. <laughs> gets out on the field and you can tell that he's very conflicted about what she just said to him. His dad is on the sidelines being like, there's a USC scout here. You just got to win the game and you, you're in. <laughs> yeah. And he wants to go to Princeton. And then there's a moment where the game's on the line. Mm-hmm. Everybody's chanting. Too much. Too much for Sam. Sam can't handle it. She starts to leave. And when Austin, who's on the field, looks out into the crowd and sees her leaving. With like thousands of people. Thousands of people. He's like, no, I gotta. And he just he just F's off. Yes. He leaves the football game. Yeah. Walks right past his dad, mm-hmm. who's like, what are you doing for your dreams? And Austin's like, it's your dreams, dad. Classic. <laughs> Classic moment. Which, like, did they lift that straight from She's All That? Oh, Almost exactly the same. My dad wants me to go to Harvard. Oh, My dad wants yeah, me to I go to like, USC. I, I mean, I feel like the they need a little bit of a storyline. And actually, quick fact, the original script didn't have Austin Ames' character as deep as this. He suggested his <laughs> his storyline be a little bit bigger. <laughs> he was going to have less backstory? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I love it. Yeah, so thank you, Chad Michael Murray, for expanding your storyline. Because a lot of... A lot of rom-coms do the opposite to their detriment where they're like, oh, there's just some female love interest. You don't need to know much about her. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like that this one was the opposite where we're like, nah, he's just a good looking guy. Who cares? It's it's fine. Chad Michael Murray will make it work. And he's like, can I just have like 
something, can a I dad have, who's upset with me. T- two more lines, please. <laughs> two more lines. <laughs> Just a little bit of conflict with my family, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah? Um, okay. You know where we can pull it from? She's all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. literally did this like three years ago, guys. <laughs> Let's just do that storyline. It worked for it worked really well for him. <laughs> he played soccer. I'll play football. It's it's different. <laughs> it's the same thing though, really. <laughs> one's oh called football God. here. One's called football there. And then and then we have what what my best scene is. Mm-hmm. It's maximum cheese. Okay, but okay. What what is it? It's when he runs up <gasps> to the yes. stands. Okay. And Hillary Duff, Sam is trying yeah. to leave, and he stops her. Austin, what are you doing? This is my weep warning. The, okay, well, go ahead. No, no, no. You are doing a great job. Because I, I find like the locker room in this is kind of all one. Like it, th- you start to feel the emotion in the locker room, and then when it gets to this point, the tears are there. Like you're, you're like, oh, this is so good. You didn't cry. Here, I did. did I cry. Oh I literally have. Always has been a weep warning for Sarah. Always has. That, that's it's a... always been literally the, since the first time I watched this movie to this most recent time, I well up in this in this scene. Lifelong weep warning. When they... the when the water when the droplet hits his cheek and the music starts in the background and they kiss. Yep. Just the so, the drought so is happy. over. The drought is over. They've come together. They've kissed. They have. And then we just the jump best. right to. Um, Right to like they're going off to college, right? Yeah. So she's packing up her stuff at home saying, you know, everything fell into place. And while packing, she finds she picks up the the fairy tale book that um, that her dad gave her. And the will is in there. Her dad actually did, in fact, have a will. Which gives Sam everything. Exactly. And not Fiona. Fiona hit it. So Fiona is up on fraud charges. We think maybe she goes to jail. Uh, Sam liquidates all the assets, brings the diner back to being Hal's diner, and as uh, an act of public service, yes. she allows Fiona and the twins which I would never but... to work at her diner. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, I mean, I it's can't... your fairy tale. I was just right? going to say, it's a fairy tale. They can't send them to jail. Yeah, they can't actually send them to jail. We can't have a scene of her like in an orange jumpsuit. No. That doesn't look good. No. And um, Rhonda is now a partner in the diner with Sam, so that Sam can actually go to college and still have Hal's diner back you know, in the valley. And Carter, Carter is an Actor. He's in a TV commercial and he has a girlfriend, which who was the the, the not usher announcer, um, <laughs> the, the not usher DJ. Yeah. And Austin Ames and Sam Montgomery go to Princeton together. Look at them go. Are we on to quick facts? We are. Rupert Grint supposedly won the role of Austin Ames, but had to drop out due to commitments to Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Sorry, Ron Weasley. Yes, Rupert Grint was going to yes. be Austin Ames. Yes, and the role obviously went to Chad Michael Murray. I don't see it at all. I'm so sorry, Rupert. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> wow. In Samantha's bedroom by her bed are Harry Potter books. Harry Potter lived in a closet under the stairs, similarly to Sam living in the attic, and both characters are orphans. Hilary Duff accepted the lead role because Charles Perrault's story, Cinderella, was her favorite fairy tale growing up. Hilary Duff won the Kids' Choice Award for Favorite Movie Actress for her performance in this movie. In preparation for her driving test, Hilary Duff drove herself between filming locations during principal photography for this movie. The necklace around Carter's neck in his first scene were taped on to his shirt to avoid any noise the microphone would pick up. Also in this first scene, Carter is rehearsing a line for a role saying anything is possible if you just believe. At the end of this movie, he is in a commercial for Believe Acne Cream and says anything is possible if you just believe. Jennifer Coolidge's fake fingernails had to be attached with tape because she's allergic to the glue. Samantha Montgomery's name is a take on the Bewitched stars. Her character's name is Samantha Stevens, and the actress's real-life name is Elizabeth Montgomery, so Sam Montgomery. Hilary Duff had never played baseball in her life before the movie, so she had to learn for this scene in the movie. She also had to learn to roller skate for the diner scenes and fell over a number of times while practicing. Samantha Montgomery's screen name ends with 818, which is the area code for the San Fernando Valley, where this movie takes place. Austin Ames's online screen name ends with 609, the area code for Princeton area, where they both want to go. The movie's director, Mark Roseman, also directed several episodes of Lizzie McGuire. The romantic kissing scene where the characters make out in the rain at the football game was filmed on the third day of shooting. The scene had to be reshot many times because the rain had to hit a certain spot on Chad Michael Murray's face. Many characters have distinct color schemes. Samantha and Austin primarily wear blue. Fiona wears pink. 
Brianna primarily wears green and Gabriella primarily wears red. Almost all of these tie into the color schemes of their corresponding characters in Disney's Cinderella from 1950. The diner in the movie is located in Long Beach. The address is 4390 Atlantic Avenue, Long Beach, California. The diner is actually called George's 50 Diner. In the original script, the fairy godmother was a valley girl character until Regina King came on board. The character of Rhonda was written specifically for her. This is the second time Julie Gonzalo played a mean girl in high school in a high school movie. The first time she played a mean girl was in Freaky Friday. Chad Michael Murray was also in Freaky Friday. Hilary Duff and her sister Haley Duff performed a cover of the song Our Lips Are Sealed for the movie soundtrack. The song featured on the sisters' favorite film, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. During the costume-themed dance, there is a girl dressed as the Statue of Liberty and is wearing the same outfit Sandra Bullock wore in Miss Congeniality. Simon Helberg, uh, Howard from The Big Bang Theory, played the character of Terry, the school nerd. This um, was one of his first big movie roles. At the dance, Terry mentions Austin Ames with the lady, a devastating blow. This would indicate that Austin Ames should have some idea that Cinderella is Sam because Terry is obsessed with her and follows her around at school. Production designer Charles William Breen built the interior of the designer and Sam's attic bedroom on a soundstage at Warner Brothers. This is the first out of six Cinderella movies to be set in modern time. The others were Another Cinderella Story in 2008, A Cinderella Story Once Upon a Song in 2011, A Cinderella Story If the Shoe Fits in 2016, A Cinderella Story Christmas Wish in 2019, and Cinderella in 2021 with Camila Cabello. Hilary Duff was homeschooled from the third grade onwards in order to focus on her acting career. So despite playing a bullied, nerdy high schooler in this movie, Hilary Duff never went to high school. This is the second time Hilary Duff is looked down on and made fun of by a mean and popular girl. The first time was in Lizzie McGuire, um, which came out three years prior to this. Austin Ames's dad is played by Kevin Kilner, who also played Larry Sawyer, Peyton Sawyer's dad on One Tree Hill. When Austin asks the stepsisters what Cinderella dropped at the dance, Brianna guesses a fish. Although this appears to be a random response, it could be in reference to Jerry Lewis's Cinderfella from 1960 uh, when his goldfish is turned into his driver for the ball and then transforms back into a goldfish at the stroke of midnight. Honorable mentions. My honorable mention is the fact that they were able to keep like take a modern take on this Cinderella story, but keep little odes to it, such as like the color scheme or, um, you know, the the castle being the Austin's, you know, dad's work. Like I liked those little tiny odes to the original story, but they've made it modern in a way that's still charming. Or like Regina King being the, the fairy, fairy godmother. godmother. Exactly. She is my honorable mention. Okay. Who would have thought... That in a film with like Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray in 2004, who do you think would be the the actor actor or actress with the most career success? Regina King is very close. If you look at her IMDb, mm-hmm. what she's been able to accomplish through her career, and both Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray, I think, took little tiny steps away from the spotlight. Yeah, at times. At, yeah. at certain times, mm-hmm. Regina King, and as well Jennifer Coolidge, most recently. They've done fantastic stuff, but Regina King, like, you look at some of the things she's been involved in, she's so talented. She is my honorable mention. Yeah, well, you know what? She's fantastic. And you know what? She was in Miss Congeniality, too, as well. What should have been? So just before we get to what should have been, um, an honorable mention are the the chef at the diner and then the other waitress. Because they're, like, the ode to the original Cinderella story are the um, the two little mice who are friends with Cinderella. That's perfect you bring that up because... That ties into my what should have been. Okay. I didn't realize that, I'll be honest. Oh, because okay. I thought our girl Rhonda should have had a love interest. Oh, yeah. They should have made... That would have been fun. I like maybe that. Maybe make the chef a little hotter. Oh, okay. Give him like an Enrique Iglesias vibe or something like that. You know, reveal it at the end that like Rhonda and the chef have always been in love. You you could pick like a like an usher, or just like some random. He had like two lines. Yeah, because you know what, it would come full circle then with like her giving her the wedding dress, right? Yeah. You know what though, I did like. I I don't hate the way it ended because you know what, independent woman, you go girl. But it would have also been a nice ending as well to have it that way. I just I just loved her, and the chef like literally had two lines. Like just make him like a hot idiot. Yeah. Like an Ashton Kutcher, and like she can fall in <laughs> or love like, with him. Or like, or um, like, um, oh my God, in in Ghostbusters, 
with Melissa McCarthy and um, oh uh, Chris Hemsworth yes Chris Hemsworth yeah like the 04 Chris Hemsworth <laughs> yeah. just like a stupid beautiful yes. idiot oh yeah totally and she can love him <laughs> I, I, I just wanted more for Regina King in this movie yeah. I, I thought she did great though yeah she was a great fairy godmother I loved the, the again modern take on it before we get into rewatchability this is obviously a take of a Disney classic yeah and there have been many remakes of Disney classics. Most recently, we, we have a live action uh, Little Mermaid. But like, if you're going to take something a little bit away from the content material, okay, what do you think should be the next? Like, we're going to do a teen high school rom com that's like vaguely this Disney classic. I feel like you could do Sleeping Beauty. They have not redone Sleeping Beauty. Like, Sleeping Beauty is one of the oldest Disney movies to be made i was with a co-worker and she she was talking about i think snow white she's like when do you think that came out i'm like i don't like the 1940s and it yeah. was like really old you know what i think actually now that i say that i think um sleeping beauty was 1959 okay i think snow white actually was older Snow White original movies, yeah, 1937. 1937, yes, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know what? I think you could have some fun with Snow White, but I think you could also do a lot with Sleeping Beauty. I think... Like see, a, little, a little coma, you know? You gotta... <laughs> Just a casual little coma? Throw, throw her in a little casual coma, and away we go. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, just like heaven with Reese Witherspoon? Was or, that or a little bit of a senior year with oh, yeah, Rebel Wilson? Year. The coma thing's been done, and you know what though, it's worked. So it has. you could take Sleeping Beauty and like kind of go down that avenue, and then throw a little coma in there, and like <laughs> just toss a casual. And, you know, coma. like you yeah. could you could make it work. Could it, could it be as successful as a Cinderella story? Well, it could be a Sleeping Beauty story. You know, Sleeping who knows? Sleeping Beauty story, yeah. I don't know about Snow White. I don't know how you get away with having, like... Um, Living with seven men? Yes. I mean, that could be fun. That could be a fun dating dating movie, you know? Like, like you have to figure out which one is your... Not have them... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like... Sounds like a weird porno or something, you know? Like, <laughs> as, like, like I said, as I kind of stopped as I was going on. talking yeah. it out, it got weirder. Yeah, as, as I realized that and I was like, oh no, Sarah, you just need to stop talking. Oh God, mm -hmm. I think one that really works okay. is Aladdin. Yeah, your favorite Disney movie is Aladdin though. Uh, it's pretty I, high up there. Don't get me wrong, I think that would be pretty cool. But like, think about it. You have your classic, not super rich, petty thief kind of like um oh, the main dude mm -hmm. in the oc right oh my god how he okay. lives with the so like he transfers to the preppy school he's kind of the bad boy you know fresh prince of bel-air he's in philadelphia now he's born and raised born and raised now he's in la <laughs> he convinces everyone i was gonna break, at out, that, in, was gonna break out in song there yeah but. he convinces everyone at the school that he's he's actually super rich but he's living a lie Jasmine is your down-to-earth head cheerleader, but she learns of his lie, turns oh, wow. her back on Aladdin. Maybe the genie is like a <laughs> dog or something. I don't know how you get a genie in this. You really thought this through. Because it's possible. Because like here I am throwing Sleeping Beauty with a coma. Like <laughs> You're like that. You're just like Oprah throwing comas at people. You get a coma and you get a coma. And <laughs> there's something there. Anyway, rewatchability. Okay, so my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry 4, Storyline 4, Thirst Factor 5, Imagination 2, it's been redone. Yep. Soundtrack 5, Cheese 5 for an overall score of 4.16. 4.16 yeah. is good. Because I've got very similar. I've got Chemistry as a 4.1. Okay. Storyline 4.6. Thirst Factor is a 3.5. Imagination, like you, I scored lower, a 3.2 because you are taking content material that already exists they did a good job with it but still like can't score you that high soundtrack though 4.4 and a cheese 4.4 for an overall score of 4.03 okay. out of five that is like a very close that's a great movie it is that is it's a great. you can rewatch this at any time you'll always be satisfied and this has been the rom-com rewind of a cinderella story if you're listening to us on apple podcasts Spotify, just leave a review. It helps more people find us. We love reading them. Um, if you have something that you want to talk about that you heard, we would love to continue the conversation. You can call us, 1-705-525-8573. There's just going to be a little voicemail you can leave, but we will hear that. As well, Instagram, TikTok, at Rom Com Rewind. Thanks for listening. <laughs>